0: Welcome to a podcast of the Mike Novak Show. Don't forget that you can listen to Mike live on Sundays from 8 to 10 a.m. on Chicago's Progressive Talk, AM and FM.
1: The knights who say ni nee, demand a sacrifice. Knights of ni, nee. we are but simple travelers who seek the enchanter who lives beyond these woods.
2: Ni, 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 We shall say ni nee again to you. If you do not appease us.
1: Well, what is he to want? We want... a shrubbery! A what? <laughs> please, please, no more. We will find you a shrubbery. You must return here with a shrubbery, or else you will never pass through this wood alive. Oh, knights of me, you are just and fair, and we will return with a shrubbery. One that looks nice. Of course. And not too expensive. Yes.
2: Now, go!
0: Live from the beautiful Showcase Studios on South Pulaski Road... Just across the street from the 53A bus stop and in between Paco's Tacos and Zaka Tacos, it's the Mike Novak Show, Chicago's only locally broadcast green gardening and environment program. Heard every Sunday right here on Chicago's Progressive Talk, AM and FM.
1: Good planets are hard to find, temperate zones and traffic climes, true currents and thriving seas. Wind blowing it's breathing trees. Strong goes on and safe sunshine. will. Good planets are hard to find. Good planets are in the main.
0: This hour of the Mike Novak Show is brought to you by The Care of Trees. Our business's people and their love for trees. And by Sid's Greenhouses, Chicagoland's premier garden centers. And by Espoma, the leader in natural gardening solutions since 1929. And by Back to Nature compost. Life doesn't start with the seed, it starts with the soil. And by EcoLawn, the ultimate low maintenance, drought tolerant lawn. And by WRD Environmental, creating sustainable landscapes for today and tomorrow. Podcasts of this program, along with green tips, valuable links, and DeMaya Weather, are a click away at MikeNovak.net. That's M-I-K-E-N-O-W-A-K.net. Now here's the man who's redefining green, which means that he's busy working on the Wikipedia entry, Mike Novak.
3: Well, let's see. We started spring last week. Um, well, Um So what did we do this week?
0: Enjoyed the weather until it started snowing. Then it got wait, nice wait, again. Wait, wait, wait. Where did it snow? By me. At least really? Overnight, it was like that frozen rain, sleet oh, snow yeah. stuff. I
3: know some people got uh, lots of uh, hail yeah. as well, too. Um, I don't know if it was this week or... It, it must have been. This it was about
0: when we I can't like keep track two, of the days. Anymore. I know we had like two eighty degree days practically, and then like the third day it plummeted. And then that mm-hmm. night, I you know get out of my car and I'm being pelted in the face by ice. I was like, only in Chicago. That's only it. in Chicago because i fun. be in shorts two days ago, and today I'm dodging ice cubes hitting falling from the sky.
3: And I was talking to uh, Wally, Wally Schmitke over uh, Doctor Wally, over at Pesci's the other day, and he said his garden got pelted with hail. Uh, but fortunately, the garden center did not. So that's good.
0: Uh, does that, does that hurt? I assume that would kill any bloomed flowers.
3: Well, it doesn't kill plants. It maims them is ah. what, it, <laughs> you know, it's not good because it just, it just, it just knocks they the tar out just of look them. all
0: beaten and yeah, bruised. Yeah,
3: they, 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 they look all beat up. Well, yeah. in honor of spring, you haven't gone to my uh, homepage yet, have you? No, not yet. I got my pictures up of my garden. Some pictures from the garden, um, and uh, I uh, decided to do a little slideshow of spring in mike novak 's garden, so i got it your crocuses, it gets your irises there, it gets your ginger coming up uh, it 's interesting i got um, I got your species tulips on mine here. see the what you 've got there those are crocuses in the lawn, and I do put them in the lawn. those are crocuses I the- saw
0: a whole front lawn today that half of it was all daffodils. Cool. Yeah, no lawn at all. Just the whole half of it was a sheet of yellow. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, and
3: and a lot of people put crocuses, and a lot of people put scylla in their lawns at this time of year, uh, to bloom at this time of year. They actually plant them in the fall. So if you want to see the slideshow of a few plants that are growing in my yard, you can go there. And, of course, you can click on this week's show for all the information. Uh, about what we're doing first uh, at top of the show, we talking uh, going to talk about a new technology for getting rid of food waste, which I'm uh, very excited about. I think it's pretty cool, uh, and uh, we will be uh, doing that with Linda Basinger and Jim Slanina from a company called Opus Environmental. Uh, then uh, Rick Demile Weather, of course, at 830, uh, 9 o'clock. We're going to talk about uh, big celebration. You know, Earth Day's coming up. On uh, the twenty, twenty second. Right. Every
0: day is Earth Day.
3: Every day is Earth Day. You listen to this station. I don't listen you? to
0: this station religiously.
3: <laughs> it's because she's the office manager. You can't they get. They a- me. You
0: can't get away from it. <laughs> and there's a speaker right over my desk. Like, you will listen. <laughs>
3: You're the only one.
0: <laughs> no, believe it or not, it's kind of funny. I I remember thinking that in the beginning, and then when like they put us into the wrong show, and we were accidentally for two minutes streaming this like right wing drivel one day, <laughs> my phone lit up like a spaceship. I was like, wow, people really are listening. And you know, it's I, I true. took it as a good sign. I was like, okay, it is a good sign. <laughs>
3: I mean, we do have a lot of listeners, and the listeners we have are very. Very loyal. And passionate. Passionate and loyal. You
0: don't get more passionate than that, I swear. Because the, the show host, whoever it was, said, like, you know, Barack Hussein Obama. It was like, Hussein, <laughs> Hussein. I'm like, oh, my God. I had people with English accents yelling at me on the phone. I'm like, this is spectacular. <laughs> Are you streaming us so good? You know? Which <laughs> you can on Chicago's Progressive Talk dot com.
3: Very good. Thanks. She gets those plugs in. I and do. You can also, uh, uh, find out all about my show, Mike Novak, the Mike Novak show at MikeNovak.net. It's M-I-K-E-N-O-W-A-K dot net. Uh, second hour, we're going to talk about Earth Day. I'm doing the keynote next week at the North Lakeshore Community Earth Day 2010 at Loyola University. Uh, which means I better come up with a speech.
0: I would I got uh, a week. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I'll talk to Summer Roberts about that. She's one of the organizers. Uh, And then um, uh, one thing I will talk about is is a couple of things that you might want to do this week if you care about the planet, if you care about the city. Um, uh, One of our aldermen, uh, and that is Joe Moore from the 49th, is uh, uh, introducing an ordinance that would help clean up our air. And there's going to be a gathering at City Hall on Tuesday. I'll tell you more about that in the second hour. And also, A Chemical Reaction, the movie that uh, is about how a small town in Canada gave up on uh, pesticides uh, on their lawns. And it's spread throughout the country. Uh, We're showing it again. That's Paul Tukey who produced it and it's we're showing it again next Thursday. I'm going to be there and we'll talk about that later. Wow, lots of stuff to do. So, let's just go right now to uh uh Jim Slanina, right? Did I get that right? That's close enough. Man. Oh, wait a second. What did I do? Slanina. <laughs> That's good. Jim is fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't looking at my notes. <laughs> Jim Slanina is uh and is with the uh, Opus Environmental and uh so is Linda Basinger, but she said she's going to be the silent partner here today. But you're welcome to jump in. You just have to grab the mic away from Jim. Just I'll
0: give her mine.
4: Okay, but she's can. she's the better looking one. So I hate to
3: tell you this, Jim,
4: but you are so right. <laughs> you are so correct. All right, all right.
3: Let's let's just get right to it because, uh, and and you can thank Linda for this because uh, I was talking in the fall. Um, about a, a, a story that was in the Chicago Tribune in which I got quoted. And it was about uh, a restaurant having trouble getting rid of their waste. Uh, and it led to other things. And and, and as we know, uh, food waste has been an issue in Illinois. Last year, SB-99 passed. The General Assembly was signed by the governor, went into effect on January 1st of this year which uh, allows for simpler food waste processing, that is composting uh, it, it's easier but that's really not happening yet it's going to take a while for the business end of things to catch up with the law. Meanwhile Linda says well why would you want to compost it that way when we have this technology where you can put your food in and in 24 hours it's converted to uh, usable water, gray water, or uh, a compostable material, or a composted material. And I said, what? Send me the information. So she did. And I I have to ask you, it seems like it's too good to be true. So why, why is this not all
4: over the country? Yeah, well, thanks for having us, first of all. Thanks, Linda. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, Uh, The truth is everybody says that. Why is it too good to be true? The technology's actually been around for almost 20 years now and started in Asia where there's thousands of these type vessels. And some people call them, you know, accelerated composting systems. Some call them food digestive systems. And the truth is that the reason they're not here is because of money, cost of the technology. In the past, our waste... Uh, bills were very low. We had plenty of landfills. Right. We always said, well, we'll just throw it throw away. Throw it away. It and, doesn't matter. And then we yeah. learned that there's no such thing as away. Right. Right. So if you go to the Asian markets, you'll see where the food waste or just waste removal bills are significantly higher or were significantly higher than the state's. Now, as the waste bills get higher and higher and higher, the technology starts to make economic sense for people who are in business, and believe me, regardless of what people say about being green, and a lot of people like to be green, it has to make economic sense for you to market here in the States. And so now we're at the point where about a year and a half ago, we started this company and um, we've been designing and manufacturing this type of technology and just recently brought it to market. And so here we are. And so um, we're an Illinois-based corporation, and we're out selling and marketing the, the technology.
3: All right. So what is the technology? I mean, what happens when people have – you have? I assume it's, it's mainly for food handlers like restaurants. Uh, what else? Who else would use this?
4: We've got about five or six major markets, all industrial, <laughs> because that's where it makes the most economic sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, universities are big. Hospitals, okay. retirement centers. Even sports facilities. So
3: really, maybe not even so much restaurants, unless they're, they're big, but, but but institutions, certainly. Right.
4: correctional facilities. I mean, think about how many prisoners eat food every day, and they throw away a lot of the food. Uh-huh. Um, so we have two different types of technologies. We have a wet technology where we actually accelerate the decomposition process of the food underwater. And we extract the water from the food, food's eighty percent water. We give you the water back, the customer. Mm-hmm. You can use it for landscaping or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay let's the, gray water is always an issue. and right. do you call it gray water? Or do you call it something else? We call it gray water because quite frankly, the municipalities and the state governments are way behind on trying to define what exactly gray water is. This is all new technology, yeah. and gray water that we produce, we call it gray water, but our BoD levels. Are almost at the drinkable stage, so we have uh, to call it BOD, the contaminant in the water okay. that's left over. Don't you so. use jargon on me, Because <laughs> I'll tell you something: I won't understand it. But um, I mean, uh, if you if you took the water that we gave you back, it, it's certainly not drinkable, but it's certainly usable for something else if you want to. And then on the dry side, we simply turn it into a mulch type material that you can put around your trees or whatever you want to do with it. And it's a kind of compost, really, as it, is. it comes it's, it's, out. But it's an accelerated process. And, it, and and you
3: do this in 24 hours? Is we,
4: that do, we, we do. And yeah. you can
3: do 3,000 pounds of food, process it in 24 hours? That's e- right. Either wet or dry? Right. Well, why? what would be the advantage? Is there an advantage to one or the other? Why would some people go with the wet process and some with the dry?
4: Yeah, well, there's a couple different reasons. One is depending. We need fresh water under in our underwater system to help us rapidly decompose the food so some people don't want to use water in that process um you know in chicago water's okay but if you go to arizona you wouldn't want to do that so in the dry process we don't use any water at all we simply use what we call a dry medium to help accelerate that process through so um and size is a constraint the dry needs more size because the barrel size has to be bigger so the wet you can get into a smaller footprint so price-wise. you've you've solved the problems of the world basically, and, we uh, hope we have. In, a, I mean, in about five minutes just now. <laughs> well, you know, uh, different markets of the United States where the where the waste removal rates are getting higher and higher. Uh, these probably won't sell well in um, the middle of uh, you know Kansas City somewhere where the landfill rates are still very very low. Well, that's
3: our problem. We have to we have to make it so prohibitively expensive to go into a
4: landfill that people will have to use this technology because it makes so much sense. Basically, the food waste disappears. Right. We want to get rid of the food waste where it's generated. We don't want to drive trucks, even industrial composting, and that's a good thing to do. There's no doubt about it, and there's very few industrial composting sites across the United States. But if you were doing industrial composting, at least you're doing the right thing. But with our technology, we don't even want to drive a truck. And we're saying get rid of it where you generate it on site, it. on site, and which um, makes even more sense, right?
3: Because and, and right now we're we're in a situation in the city of Chicago where it's almost impossible to get rid of it. Now even with the law change in Illinois, it's still you're still jumping through hoops of fire, right, to get rid of your
4: right. food waste.
3: Exactly. All right, that is uh, uh, Jim Slanina, and he's from Opus Environmental. We're going to get back to him. Linda Basinger, wait. Pull the microphone over, Linda. Uh, make sure she's here. Are you here?
0: Good morning, Mike.
3: There she is. Okay, she's here. She's here in the studio too. Uh, and they're talking about this new technology. If you got a question or a comment, seven seven three eight three eight WCPT seven seven three eight three eight nine two seven eight. It's spring, as we know. And you want to whip your soil into shape. One of the best things you can do is add back to nature cotton burr compost as a soil conditioner. First, you might not know what cotton burr compost is. It's a 100% organic product consisting of composted cotton burrs. It's a product of the ginning process. The cotton burr or bowl is the bud leaf of the cotton plant. Now, why back to nature cotton burr compost? Back to nature cotton burr compost. Yes. That's hard to say. Why is it special? Cotton burrs are rich in carbon and protein. They also contain significant amounts of plant macro and micronutrients. And when composted, cotton burrs are a superior food source for beneficial soil organisms that help make your plants healthy. But don't take my word for it. Really, buy a bag of Back to Nature cotton burr compost, rip it open, and see for yourself what makes this soil conditioner so different from anything else you're going to find on the market. It might help if you pay for it, too. Uh, you can find Back to Nature products at Alsip Home and Nursery in Frankfort and St John Indiana, Pesci's in Des Plaines and Lake Geneva, and Burlington Garden Center in Burlington, Wisconsin.
1: DR Services Unlimited has been providing Chicago's North Shore with award-winning remodeling and design-built services since 1991, giving their clients top quality service and real value. They're on the cutting edge of green building technology, helping clients make their home more energy efficient without sacrificing beauty or function. If you want to make your home more energy efficient, simply want to add a room or renovate, call DR Services at 847-998-1687 or visit them at RestoreTheNorthShore.com.
3: Has your yard become a smorgasbord for deer, rabbits, skunks, squirrels, chipmunks, raccoons, and other invited guests? Bonide Repels All is a natural animal repellent that will keep deer, rabbits, skunks, squirrels, chipmunks, raccoons, almost critters at bay for up to 2 months and your satisfaction is guaranteed repels all works three different ways smell taste and as an irritant uh you know like like that uh, one show that came on the air accidentally was an irritant yes, to very a lot much of so. to a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Repel salt does not have an unpleasant odor. It will last up to two months and is rain fast in just six hours. You can apply all natural salt to trees, shrubs, perennials, even around edible crops, or if you have animals chewing on structures or fences. It is one of the most effective animal repellents you will ever use. Bonide Repelzol is available at these fine stores. Anton's Branch in Highland Park, Atrium Garden Center in Kildeer, Illinois, Bukema's, you know, and I will give a prize to somebody who calls in and tells me exactly how to pronounce it. I've been reading this for like four weeks, and I still don't know how to pronounce it. Um, uh, okay, we'll find out in a second. Uh, and that's, uh, anyways, their Ace Hardware is in Romeoville, or go to Bonide.com for a dealer near you or to see Bonide's Fool product, listing. (music) Ladies and gentlemen, this just in, it's Bukema's. See? Bukema's. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> that was fast. Uh, you
3: know, you, asking
0: you receive, don't you, Mike Novak?
3: I'm that kind of guy. You are. Uh, this is the Mike Novak sorry. show in Chicago. You said it,
0: I didn't. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs>
3: don't make me shut off your mu- your mic, there, Missy. Uh, the Mike Novak show in Chicago's progressive talk AM and FM. We are talking about uh, w- uh, technology that just seems too good to be true, which is uh, the uh, technology that Opus Environmental.
4: Um, you haven't developed it, you just appropriated it, right? We purchased the technology from an inventor who is uh, originally the invention was um, created for the Japanese Navy. When they were out to sea, they had nothing to do with their food waste. And so uh, on board ships, they wanted some way to rapidly get rid of the food waste. And um, he patented the technology, He's a 72 year old guy who is a great inventor, and we purchased the and And the how long ago him. did he do this? About 15 years ago. Really? Oh. Yeah, he's been working on it since that time. We, uh, we took it and sort of re-engineered it for the state use because uh, his use was really, really expensive. And uh, we've got it now down to the point where we can market it effectively. But uh, it's been around forever. It's, it's nothing more than what you can do in your backyard. It's just an accelerated way to do it. You know, a lot less space. Well, what happens inside the machine? Does it, it, it you know, does it tumble? Is, is it heated? What's well, it, all of the but, above, none of the above? A little bit of both, but in the in the wet version, it's not heated at all because um, it's generating its own heat just through the natural composting process itself. And uh, it's a whirlpool-type effect. We go through a series of processes inside the tank. Um and uh, add what we call a liquid medium, which is a cornstarch kind of enzyme mix. Um, some, I talked to somebody the other day, uh, just yesterday, about that.
3: I was doing some work. I went over to work uh, with the Cobb Connection people and uh, Chad Bliss and dig dirt in their garden. Excellent. Uh, and, I, and I mentioned that somebody said, well, so what are you doing on the show tomorrow? And I talked about this technology, and they said, yeah, and what kind of dangerous chemicals
4: are they putting in this thing right. to make this happen? Right. There's no dangerous chemicals. It's all natural. It's the same. We're doing the same process that you would do that the earth does. When you do industrial composting, you use the earth to help you decompose the food, and we're doing nothing different, only doing it very rapidly.
3: Okay, but and, and in one case you put in water mm-hmm. and you say some kind of corn starch or it's something. It's a
4: corn starch enzyme mix, yeah. A corn starch enzyme yeah, mix. Natural and, and enzymes. In, and in the dry, do you also have the corn starch enzyme mix? It's a it's a dry enzyme mix with wood chips, cedar wood chips, and the way that process works is wood and, chips yeah we're You're putting mulch in there yeah we're putting a little yeah. wood chip in there and the reason we do that is because we can't give you back the water in the dry unit so what we're doing is extracting the water from the food and letting the wood chips soak up the water and then we're evaporating that water from the wood chip during the process wow and
3: you know what you got to do I'm, I'm, I'm watching heather tw- uh twitter here while we're we're doing this you got to put their website up there um heather. you don't know how to create uh, the 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 Tiny URLs? Do you? Mm-mm. I got to teach you I'm that.
0: Still, I'm still Twitter.
3: She's a
4: baby Twitter. I'm,
0: yeah, I'm still. Her tweeter. A is that tweet. what
4: they? tweet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you guys do any of that in your company? Well, Linda does more of the stuff than I do. I just I'm, a tiny bit, huh? Yeah.
3: Yeah, but but get their get their website out there. People need to know about. it. So how come you guys aren't billionaires right now?
4: I mean, there's just that's seems... a good question, Mike. <laughs> we put a billion into it. I'm just waiting for that return. <laughs> give, no, it, the,
0: the tr- give it time. It's the, coming. It's yeah.
4: coming. The, the truth is, we just really introduced it to the market not too long ago, and uh, it's going to take a while. It's no different than, um, you know, uh, getting people in the recycling mode. Their mindset was, I'm not going to take that bottle, or I'm not going to take that newspaper, or that cardboard, and separate it. That's too much work. Well, now it's sort of second nature for us to do that, and we right. need to get that same mindset going for food waste. Food waste takes up 30 percent of all the landfill space in the whole United States. Yeah, and it creates it's amazing, a dangerous it? methane. I mean, yep. we've got. It, it, I it, mean, d- d- what you're doing alone in getting the methane out of the the, the system right. is is valuable. Sure. Uh, even carbon dioxide, to some degree, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. But um, so it will come. It's just a matter of, you know, when the cost ratio makes sense. And it's starting to make more and more sense, especially East Coast, West Coast right now. Yeah. I, and and you, it, it seems like you chose the wrong part of the country. Well, we sort of did because we were here. And the way we decided to go to And, and you're based uh, in the suburbs, right? Yeah. Where are you, where are you based? Uh, the manufacturing facility is out in West Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all over the place. Um I know that because I've been trying to get a hold of you for like two months and you're like traveling all over the country. Yeah, we're trying to get our word out. We're, we're actually going to market um, through, uh, through franchisee agreements that we have in territories that we're just setting up now. So we're just getting our marketing and sales arm all set up. All
3: right, what does one of these units cost? Because you said some, maybe the cost is a little prohibitive for smaller right. companies. So what, what does it run?
4: Well, the, the smallest unit we have is about $15,000, and they go all the way up to thirty dollars something Yeah, now I can see why some people might go, whoa. Right, but believe it or not, when you look at what your food waste bills are, um, and again, it depends upon what part of the country you're in. Mm -hmm. uh, Most people pay a fee for tonnage. They pay a fee to remove it, an environmental surcharge, a fuel surcharge, and you start adding all this up and you're like, whoa, really, we can probably save you money. Because what we're doing is reducing that poundage of waste that's going to go into your trash container. Now you don't have to have it picked up so much. Now you can reduce the size of your trash container. So all of a sudden it starts making economic sense. So we typically give people a pretty good return on their investment. In a pretty short time, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's Jim Slanina. He's with Opus Environmental. Slide that mic over to. She's uh, Linda Basinger is writing a note to him right now saying,
4: "What did he forget? Because we're wrapping oh, this up." Oh, but you get to say like, "Hi, mom," if you she, want. She forgot to tell that we lease them. You know, you don't have to buy them. Oh. So I just wanted so. to
5: mention that you know there, we have different leasing programs. Yeah, so. so that,
4: it's See, not this big you capital. Are out serving right? a valuable purpose here in studio to, I mean, that's really important. If somebody wanted sure. to lease this, right. uh, well, can you lease with uh, option to buy? Yes, all yeah. of them are that way. In fact, we're just. Finishing putting one in the Southwater kitchen over here in the Hotel Monaco downtown. So.
5: so so what can happen is, you know, whatever your waste bills are, if we look at a leasing program, you might be, you know, saving money or at the very minimum breaking even with these lease programs. So there's all kinds of different options.
4: Yeah. Is it, uh, Last question, anybody else? Do you have competitors doing the same thing? There's a few other people that sell this type of equipment. None that used our, our process, and all of them are imported from Korea, and they're very cookie-cutter-ish. So uh-huh. what we, what oh, we you look, do custom. We make them here in the United States, and so if you only have a spot that's six foot by four foot, and we got to get it in there, we're going to get it in there.
3: U-S-A. Yeah.
2: yeah. U- yes. Woo.
3: I yeah. like that. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jim Slanina and Linda Basinger, thank you for coming down to uh, the studio on a Sunday morning, bright and early. And it sounds like a great technology. I hope that you sell a few of these. Uh, I want a, a commission. Absolutely. This, if it comes out of the show. I don't think that's legal, but... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Hey, thanks a lot, and and good luck to you guys. Keep me posted on how things are going, right? I
4: will, and thanks for having us. We appreciate
3: it. My pleasure. Spring is blooming at Sid's Greenhouses, and right now they have everything you need to get your yard and garden in shape. Since there's still a chance of frost, you know it. It changes from day to day for another month or so, plant pansies outside now in garden beds and containers. Of course, SIDS has a lot more than pansies for your spring garden. We're in that in-between period. you know. Like I said, one day is 75, the next day is 45. So why not talk to the experts at SIDS about what's best for your yard right now? That's why you go to a great independent garden center. You can still start your flowers and vegetables from seed. It's a great family project and SIDS has everything you'll need. And if you want to have the best lawn on the block, SIDS has all the best brands, including organic fertilizers and weed controls from Jonathan Green. Go to SIDS for your free customized lawn care plan. That's right, free at SIDSonline.com. You can check it out there. SIDS, Chicagoland's premier garden centers are located in Palos Hills and Southwest Highway in Bolingbrook on Naper Plainfield Road at Hassert Boulevard.
6: Hey, gardeners. Want to be inspired? Make plans to visit Cantini Gardens in Wheaton, the 500-acre former estate of Robert McCormick. Cantini isn't just beautiful, it's a horticultural masterpiece. Stroll through the spectacular formal gardens created by renowned landscape architect Franz Lipp and marvel at the sheer variety of annuals, perennials, ground covers, trees, and shrubs. You'll love Cantini's idea garden, rose garden, and native prairie, too. Cantini has something for everyone, including museums, picnic area, gift shop, and restaurants. Plan your visit today at cantini.org.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, the forsythias popped last week. You knew that. We talked about it. They're the shrubs with the stunningly bright yellow flowers, in case you're unsure about that, which means that if you want to control weeds in your lawn, right now is the time to apply Jonathan Green Organic Weed Control. It's 100% corn gluten that gives you superior pre-emergent weed control and it's a fertilizer. This is what we call organic weed and feed. Jonathan Green Organic Weed Control stops more than 20 grassy and broadleaf weeds such as crabgrass, dandelions, Bermuda grass, orchard grass, barnyard grass, purslane, Although you could put personally in your salad if you really want it. Curly dock and more. This is just one way that Jonathan Green is working to create the new American lawn, one that uses less fertilizer, is drought tolerant and more disease and insect resistant. They also do this with their Natural Beauty all organic lawn fertilizer and their Black Beauty grass seed mixture. For more information, log on to jonathangreen.com and register to receive the Jonathan Green newsletter. You can find Find Jonathan Green Products at Hair Nursery in Peoria, Sid's Home and Garden Showplace in Bolingbrook, and Pasquazi Home and Garden Center in Barrington. Uh, well, we're not we're not so late today. Let's go to line one and, and bring in the man, the legend, the myth, Rick DeMaio. How are you, Rick? Oh, wait a second. Whoops. Let's try it now. How are you?
7: <laughs> You're making me sound like Tiger Woods there.
3: Oh no! Well, have you have you had people following you around all weekend <laughs> and and, um, and saying,
1: "We love you."
3: <laughs> well,
7: yeah. It was interesting. I was watching, you know, the Masters yesterday, Mike, and you know, we we talked about this. I, I think one of the reasons that people love that golf tournament so much is because of the the fact that that golf course is just it, it, it's just the epitome of 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 green and and color and the trees and the grass and you hear those birds in the background going. It's an absolutely beautiful course, and even if people don't like golf, you just have to watch it for about a half hour just to be amazed by how beautiful it is. And it really it, is it is,
3: I'll tell you, oh, all right. I, I want to get into that, uh, but, but first I want to. I have to do something yeah, official here. I have to say that Rick DeMaio Weather is brought to you by the Knockout Family of Roses. They bloom from spring until frost. Are easy to grow and maintain, and are supreme, supremely. I can't get anything out of my mouth today here. Supremely resistant. <laughs> To disease, visit the dot com slash radio. And now, Rick DeMaio weather. Yeah, you know, I got to say something about the Masters. If there's ever, I, I, and I and I'm uh, an addict, I love watching the Masters. Mm-hmm. But I you also love golf, too, I love golf. Yeah. Um, I don't love the chemicals they use on those golf courses uh. because they, uh, you know. They they treat it. I don't know. It's it's, it's just too green. It's exactly. They're, <laughs> they're perfect, and you don't get it perfect. You yeah, can't yes. have it unless you, you're, you're. Something's
0: you're, not right when the bounce, the ball bounces can, just so. It's not a sponge. It's I, grass.
3: I can guarantee that uh, Augusta National there is not organic. All right, mm. Um and the other thing is, I am so tired of the way we talk about the Masters. <laughs> it's uh, it's reverential and is there anything like this in the whole world <laughs> no this is just so special it's so special that we won't let women come within 20 miles of this club
0: isn't that true what golf stands for I thought when it was invented, golf was gentlemen only, ladies forbid it, forbidden. Forbidden G O L F. Golf.
7: golf. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good there, Heather. <laughs> I True. That's a, I, I, a I,
0: room. That's an urban legend, if you will. Why don't you go or, look that up? I will.
3: All right, she's going to check that out. So, uh, but now that being said, and 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 how annoyed I get at all that, I still enjoy watching oh, yeah. the game. And you're right, the the. It's so beautiful, and everything's popping there—the azaleas and oh, yeah. and the dogwoods—and uh, the it's weather
7: sp- pattern is perfect there. Today, you know, just gorgeous sunshine. It had a lot of rain late Thursday, and you know, clear skies, light winds. So, yeah, you, 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 nothing but nothing but you know, pristine weather conditions and. Um, Hopefully, an exciting fourth round today. I know a lot. Oh, of there people will talk. be. It will be. It's yeah.
3: going to be. I think it's going to be a, a good finish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and you're saying the weather there is going to be perfect?
7: Oh, just absolutely perfect. Well, the same, uh, the same frontal system. I know you and Heather were talking about this at the top of the show. The same frontal boundary that kind of slid through us, um, in kind of two pieces actually, uh, late Wednesday night and into Thursday. Uh, actually, late Tuesday night and into Wednesday, um, pushed into the southeast part of the United States, produced a... You know, a fairly large area of rain, a couple of areas of severe thunderstorms. That was uh, Thursday afternoon. Uh, then it all cleared out, and um, and now we got this little band of clouds coming back over the top of us. But um, kind of doing a little bit of a weather rewind. I know uh, you mentioned at the top of the show that we had a couple of days of temperatures close to 80 degrees. We had all that hail. Yeah. Um, Monday afternoon, some of the largest hail, Mike, I have ever seen. In, in 25 years, of live in this area. I mean, I've, I every once in a while you see three-quarter inch hail, one inch hail. That's about the size of a quarter. But when you start to see hailstones the size of 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 you know, almost not not so much ping pong balls as that there's that two inch diameter that you don't really know what it can relate to. It's not a tennis ball. It's it's not like a wiffle ball. But uh, my L- guy, larger was, larger than a golf ball. Oh yeah, there was two and a half inch hail. Oh my goodness. That that came down in a very narrow area east of. Um, East of O'Harefield, from about Park Ridge, into Niles. Uh, a couple of my students at Loyola said their cars were uh, were damaged. This one student of mine, this was really funny, who was at uh, uh, Oakton Community College, came in Friday with a, with a cooler. And I go, What do you have there? She goes, Well, my dad knows that I'm taking a weather class. And ever since I take it, or ever since I've taken your class, I talk non-stop about the weather. I'm like, Well, that's kind of, you know, nice. I go, So what do you have in there? And she opens it up, and it looked like Um, It looked like a Tupperware uh, thing full of matzo balls. Well, it was a Tupperware thing, but it looked like a thing full of matzo balls. i went, what is that? She goes, hailstones. I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at the size of those things. And they were literally two inches. Well, you see, now you get to say, hailstones the size
8: of matzo balls. (laughs) Well,
7: you know, I, I might as well, being that, you know, um, uh, you know, we we just we just came out of Passover, but it was uh, it, it was kind of interesting that it was um, I, I I'd never seen anything like that before. So she was passing around the class, and here we just started our lesson on thunderstorms because I try to keep the lessons kind of timely. Although this week I probably could have talked about four seasons, um, and it was uh, it was it was pretty amazing to see that. And we were looking at the you know the interior, the how it you know has that little core of. Of clearness, and then it goes, you know, kind of like a hazy color. Then it goes clear again. Then it goes hazy. That's the hailstone being thrown through the thunderstorm uh, several times. So when it gets all that whiteness, that's all the oxygen in there. And then it begins to fall. It begins to melt and has rain around it. Then it gets thrown back up in the updraft and it cools off again. So uh, lots of times, how many different rings of clear and white and clear and white you see in a hailstone is indicative of how many times it gets thrown back and forth. Um, through a thunderstorm, kind of like when you get into a fight and you come home after a, a, a bad day at school and you have a couple of black eyes. It's kind of like a hailstone. <laughs> you kind of went through the updraft a couple of times.
3: How but, many uh, times did you get into fights at school, Rick? That's what well, I don't know.
7: I'm just using it as a metaphor. Uh, yeah. but, but, you know,
3: it sounds like there's a whole science. You could, you could d- devote a, a whole class just to hail, uh, the kinds of hail that you have. in oh, the yeah. And the idea that, that something that eventually hits the ground and that is that big, it, right. it has some heft to it, which means those winds are really st- strong up there, aren't they, and, oh, and the oh, yeah. updrafts?
7: W- without a doubt, Mike. I think most thunderstorms that get up to about 40 or 45,000 feet usually have updrafts about 50 to 60 miles per hour. Um, these updrafts the other night were probably close to that, if not more. Uh, but the thunderstorm that came through, uh, or I say the, 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 the cluster of storms, developed all the way across eastern Iowa, moved across North Illinois, and you kept I kept watching this one cell. And the great thing about it was I was teaching down at uh, Columbia College that night, Monday night, and we're watching this stuff, and all of a sudden the thunderstorm goes from, from red to pink, and I'm like, uh-oh, this is not good. This is going to be a hailer. And sure enough, we were just watching the hail reports come in, um, over the internet, which was really cool. It's nice to be able to bring something that's happening outside right into the classroom.
3: Now, how did you know just by looking? I mean, you, it, obviously, when it goes to pink, it means that there's frozen precipitation, but how did you know that there was going to be hail?
7: Well, when you look at the reflectivity, and this is something that people could actually do at home, and a lot of times when I teach weather, I, I try to teach weather to, to a point where people could log on to the internet, look at something, and say, okay, this is what's happening. So when you look on uh, any radar reflectivity page on a national weather website or any website, you'll see the reflectivity uh, scale at the bottom, and usually all the way to the right is where it goes to like a pink or a magenta. And what happens is when the radar sends out its electromagnetic waves of energy and it detects rain, uh, the droplets of rain are obviously impermeable, I should say permeable, so the the radar will obviously go through it, reflect back, and come back to the receiver, at a certain, what we call, decibel level, almost like hearing like sonar hit a submarine. The closer and the harder that object is, the reflectivity or the wave coming back to the receiver will be louder. And the way we make that look on a scale, louder or loudest, is a color that's assigned to, say, pink or magenta. So when you begin to see that pink or magenta show up on the radar, obviously means that, the radar is not only looking at liquid but it's also looking at frozen particles as well and then that would obviously be hail. Now one thing that we look at is not only whether or not there's there's pink there with red around it, but if there's only pink and nothing around it, that means that it's one hundred percent hail. In other words, there's not even any rain in the shaft. It's all hail. And usually when it's all hail, that means that the updraft is so strong that the raindrops can't even fall down to the ground because the updraft is so strong, something that's light does get a chance to fall. So it's basically all hell. At that point, you... You You run for cover is what you do. You duck. (laughs) Well, you know what? Many people who go out thunderstorm chasing um, will wear bike helmets. uh, When they go out and take video or um, snapshots, you know, still shots, of thunderstorms because they don't want to get hit on the head with hail. And people think that's kind of a weird thing, but it's not.
3: You know, it never occurred to me that you could have a completely – or a a shower that's only hail.
7: Oh, yeah, that's more typical when you get into um, the western United States where your thunderstorms are developing higher up off the ground. Here in in the Midwest, we're at, you know, basically sea level, but if you go out to eastern Colorado – where you're at 5,000 feet, your thunderstorm is already 5 to 8,000 feet higher up into the atmosphere. So instead of maybe half the thunderstorm being below freezing, you have about 90% of it below freezing. Uh, and oftentimes, instead of having rain mixed with hail, you basically have all hail, which is um, why most people who have car insurance uh, in these hail-prone areas have riders on their car insurance for hail and for hail damage. Here in the Midwest, we don't have that because um, the cases of those occurring are kind of slim. That's like me living in an apartment building and having flood insurance. It's not going to happen.
3: Well, uh, we're going to have a forecast in just a second. Mm-hmm. You you hang on there, Rick. I'll uh, take care of this, and uh, we will have uh, the forecast for the week from Rick DeMaio.
6: Do you want your landscape to stand out but don't know where to start? A landscape that stands out starts with a knockout. The knockout family of roses are the most disease-resistant roses available. All seven members of the Knockout family are easy to grow and require no special care. Tons of flowers bloom from spring until frost, making your landscape stand out all season long. Available at garden retailers everywhere. Visit the slash radio.
3: Here's a tip from the care of trees. Choosing a tree for your property is part art and part science. City trees have to tolerate some tough conditions, including wintertime road salt spray and runoff. Roots have a hard time penetrating Chicago area soil, which is typically clayey with rocks and rubble mixed in. Some of it dates back to the great Chicago fire. Chicago soil also tends to be alkaline, making it hard for some trees to extract the essential nutrients they need, like pin oak and red maple trees. Meanwhile, asphalt streets and parking lots soak up heat, creating urban heat islands That put additional stress on trees in summer. The Care of Trees can help you make the right decisions about choosing a tree and how to protect them from all those things. Whether you want to make sure all is well with the trees in your yard or you're changing your landscaping, invite the certified arborist at The Care of Trees to take a look. See thecareoftrees.com or call 847-394-4220. 847-394-4220. The Care of Trees. Their business is people and their love for trees.
5: Homeowners! Why replace your expensive shrubbery every time deer or rabbits visit your property? You can save your plantings for a fraction of the cost with Bobex. Spring is finally here, and nature's hungry creatures will start feasting on your gardens and landscapes. Stop them. The all-natural way with Bobex Repellent Sprays. Bobex guarantees protection for your spring plantings from deer and small animal damage. Use the most effective animal repellents on the market. Bob-X Repellents give people the confidence to invest in and enjoy their landscapes. Bobex's unique deterrent ingredients are all natural and are environmentally friendly. Bobex won't wash off in the rain or with regular watering. Get Bobex at your local independent garden center or hardware store. If they don't have it, ask them to get Bobex. To learn more about Bobex, go to bobex.com. That's b o b b e x.com. Plants thrive and survive with Bobex.
3: Here's Dr. Wally's tip of the week, brought to you by Pesci's Garden Center in Des Plaines. Of course... Wally is not a real doctor, but he has a deluxe plastic pocket protector. Now, if you're considering planting new beds or amending existing beds, work in some of Back to Nature's flower bed conditioner, says Wally. Back to Nature, cotton burr products break down clay and add nutrients. And if you're thinking about adding organic fertilizers like Espoma, Dr. Earth, or other products, Wally suggests that you do it now. The soil is still relatively cool, and it takes microbes a few weeks to take advantage it. Advantage of those nutrients as the soil warms up. Then as you plant throughout the spring, your plants will benefit from the garden prep you did early in the season. Peshis in Des Plaines family owned since 1924 where you'll find the best selection and prices guaranteed. Peshis Garden Center is just minutes off of I-294 at 170 South River Road in Des Plaines uh, or visit them online at Peshis.com, P-E-S-C-H-E-S dot com Peshi's three generations of attentive service, expert advice, and uncompromising quality. And Yeah, it, it's nature's way of telling you when you have matzo ball-sized hail Yeah, scopes.
0: that's
2: wrong. Something's
0: wrong. I'm hoping Rick's got good news for us, though. Yeah, you know what, Heather? I, I think
7: I do, from a standpoint of the long-range forecast, all I keep hearing about is people saying, um, can I start planting stuff? Can I start planting stuff? And obviously, Mike, when you did talk about peschies, um, uh this is this could be one of those weekends. I know yesterday we had temperatures in the mid-70s, people going out there and buying stuff. and. Hopefully planting it in the ground and not worrying about any frost or freezes. Um, I have some good news. The average date of the last freeze for this area, um, particularly the O'Hare, if you want to go down to the park for southern sections of Cook County, uh, is right around the twenty fourth to about twenty fifth of April. I guarantee. And, and let's, let's let's let us make sure people.
3: Heard you correctly and you said freeze, not right. frost.
7: Right, right. You freeze the last, the last freeze. freeze yes. Right? Because okay. I think this time of the year you can plant stuff and even get a little bit of a minor frost and I think you're gonna be okay. Um, but the bottom line is I've looked at all the long term weather maps and between now and probably the next two weeks, Mike, there is a zero percent chance of getting a frost or a freeze anywhere in Illinois. So if you have something in the ground right now that you planted and you're kinda worried about it, don't worry. The pattern actually goes mild beginning tomorrow. We had a little bit of a cool front pass through the area overnight. So even though we made it up into the mid 70s yesterday, and by the way, Mike, the temperatures for the first 10 days of the month of April are averaging an astonishing 11 degrees above normal. That's mainly because the first two days of the month we had very, very warm conditions. And that average will probably come down a little bit. Uh, but that's kind of like, you know, you, you birdie the first two holes.
3: <laughs> right. you, you
0: know, your score looks good, pretty good. Your scorecard looks great. Are you itching to go golfing or something there, <laughs> Mr. Novak? I am. Yeah.
3: I got the clubs in the car. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah, I think that's where they got the, the name birdie from. Because when you listen to the Masters or you hear in the background you hear those, those uh, uh, the um, Cardinals going, birdie, 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 birdie. Birdie, birdie.
3: That's true. Uh, oh, okay, well, as long as we're doing silly things and talking about uh, uh, the things that make no sense, um, uh, Heather did look up the word golf. And uh, the etymology of it, uh, and on the Wikipedia entry, there is a persistent urban legend claiming that the term derives from an acronym, gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. This is almost certainly a false etymology, yes. as acronyms being used as words is a fairly modern phenomenon, making the expression more likely to be a backronym.
7: Yeah, I, I think, I think you kidding. have to go to the movie Caddyshack and listen to Bill Murray say the word golfer.
0: <laughs> That's the greatest movie ever made. One of them.
7: <laughs> so, um, so, anyway,
0: just to get, because I
7: know we're running short on time here. So, the average day of the last freeze is about the 24th to 25th. Between now and then, a 0% chance of a frost or freeze. Uh, cloudy skies day, a couple of sprinkles we had early have gone to the north of us. Reading's about 10 degrees cooler today with that wind off the lake. If you go into Wrigley for, for the Cubs home opener tomorrow, I think similar conditions. Highs only probably near 60 inland, mid to, up to 50s at the lakefront, which means probably about 52 or 53 degrees at Wrigley Field. But then it warms up Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, all four days. Highs in the low to mid-70s, and it looks like we may get back into a pretty good chance of some rain uh, probably next weekend, Mike. But the good news, as long as we've had this decent two-and-a-half to three inches of rain uh, area-wide this past week and then dry weather with some sunshine, this is going to be absolutely perfect conditions for things growing. I think you and I both noticed that everything is about almost two weeks ahead of schedule.
3: It's amazing. Yeah. And, and and I'll tell you, another good thing about it, uh, another thing ahead of schedule are the garden centers. They're, oh, yeah. they're having a good year mm-hmm. after two really awful years. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you you know, as a meteorologist, that the last two years have been cold and wet. And um, but, they but took you know a beating.
7: Like, more so, I remember distinctly, and you probably do as well, last April and early May, it seemed like we had five weekends in a row where the weather was crappy. Right. And that'll hurt a garden center. And that's overnight. a technical people term too. That he don't want to go outside he, and work, and people don't want to go outside and buy stuff. So yeah. If so if you get good weather on a Friday or a Saturday that helps them out more than anything.
3: And uh, yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm happy for the garden centers because uh, with the economy and with bad weather the last two years they they kind of took a beating. So we need to keep our independent garden centers in business. That's Rick Demayo. Oh, go ahead. Were you going to say? No, me? that's
7: it. That's fine. All I right, understand. Rick Demayo.
3: Um, you can go to demayoweather.com or to my website, mikenovak.net. And see his smiling face and click on there and get all the information. Are you on CBS 2
7: anytime soon? Um, I'll be working at Channel 2 this coming Friday. I'll be doing the morning show uh, with Mike North and Dan Jiggets. And I got a real busy weekend. Oh, you poor man. Yeah, and then. (laughs) No, that's all right. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. And then next Saturday. Uh, I'm giving the keynote address to the uh, local chapter in the American Meteorological Society uh, out in Morton Grove. There will be about uh, 50 or so people, um, and my talk is 25 years as a um, professional meteorologist, the highs and lows, and all the in-betweens.
3: Wow. Well, the same day I'm doing the keynote over at uh, at Loyola. Yeah, they
7: asked me first, and I said, well, I have something else to do. (laughs) They said, well, go get Mike.
3: Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> that, that was awfully generous of you,
4: appreciate it.
7: All right, I
3: gotta let you go, pal. We'll talk so, next week. Bye bye. Hey, look who's back on the Mike Novak show this year. It's the lawn that uses almost no water once established, and the same amount of fertilizer, almost none. And mowing, okay, if you want to, but it's not necessary. Welcome to the world of Eco Lawn, a revolutionary blend of fine fescue grasses that will tolerate shade and will grow in clay soil sandy soils, and nutrient-depleted soils. You know what? I have seen this stuff. It is fabulous. Um, and uh, as I talked last year, Ken Benson out at Triton grew some of this for the Eco Lawn people, and it looked Great! Uh, it outcompetes weeds, too. Ecolon is great for the city, great for the suburbs, great for any yard. If you're into low maintenance, it's great for you. You can find it at ecolawn.com. E-C-O hyphen L-A-W-N dot com. We call it Ecolon.
9: Here's a special message for architects, builders, and remodelers. You know that windows are a major design element in any room. The right window turns an ordinary room into something special. Marvin windows and doors make any project possible. Marvin Design Gallery by Estates Windows has what buyers want. The beauty of all wood construction, plus real energy savings. Choose from over 11,000 standard or custom window designs, including the ultimate casement window and the new retractable screen that becomes practically unnoticeable when not in use. Now you can see, touch and operate over 70 window and door displays in their state-of-the-art showroom. Visit them in Lake bluff at 930 north shore drive on the web at marvinbyestates.com or call 847-615-1003 that's marvin design gallery where the professional and the homeowner can find the right thing the right way
3: the first time did you know that 19 elements are considered essential for plant growth did you know that if you're a gardener You might think that only nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium are important. That's the NPK you see on fertilizer bags. But the people at Espoma know about the other 16 elements, and if they're not provided by nature, Espoma puts them in their products, including Plant Tone, the original all-natural, all-purpose plant food. Plant Tone has a blend of natural organics that provides a safe, long-lasting, and complete feeding. And Plant Tone now contains Biotone, their special blend of beneficial microbes for even better growth and color. All-natural Plant Tone is low in salt, so it won't burn roots, and it won't leach out of the soil with the next rain. One application of Plant Tone lasts for months and even improves your soil. Just sprinkle Plant Tone in the spring and summer around your plants and watch the results. Plant Tone, the number one choice for annuals and perennials for over 80 years. For more information about Plant Tone and other Espoma products, call 888 Espoma 1, or vi- you can see them online too, Espoma.com, E-S-P-O-M-A.com. Espoma, the leader in natural gardening solutions since 1929. a great song. Radiohead is pretty awesome.
1: Yes, they are.
3: They are. Uh, It's the Mike Novak Show on Chicago's Progressive Talk, AM and FM. We're uh, wrapping up the first hour, and uh, in the second hour, lots of things going on, and I just noticed, it was brought to my attention, that uh, on my website on this week, I say that I'm the keynote speaker on Saturday, September. Seventeenth. Whoops. Whoops. I met April. So <laughs>
0: Wow. You were <laughs> I, I up late. You were working late last I night. I was
3: working really late last night. I have no idea what I what <laughs> what's I was happening
0: do- in September? Why is your brain being drawn uh, to September? I,
3: I don't know. This it's just the brain's not working yeah. at all. Okay. So that's actually April. Uh, 17th. And summer, speaking of seasons, Summer Roberts from Loyola will be on, uh, um, at the top of the uh, 9 o'clock hour. No, don't get to that yet. I know you've got something. She's gonna spring on me later on.
0: I would have sprung it if you hadn't found it, you bloodhound. I know it. I, it <laughs> that's a tease. Like, you
3: did. I know. I, I, and it was quite by accident. She found it first, then I found it. I thought I had it
0: hiding perfectly in plain sight, but not to Mike Novak.
3: Well, we'll talk about that in the second hour on the Mike Novak show.
0: To the Mike Novak Show, Chicago's only locally broadcast green gardening and environment program. This hour of the Mike Novak Show is brought to you by The Care of Trees, our business's people and their love for trees. And by SIDS Greenhouses, Chicagoland's premier garden centers. And by Espoma, the leader in natural gardening solutions since 1929. And by Back to Nature Compost. Life doesn't start with the seed, it starts with the soil. And by EcoLawn, the ultimate low-maintenance drought-tolerant lawn. And by WRD Environmental, creating sustainable landscapes for today and tomorrow. Here he is, Mike Novak.
3: Yeah, there's nothing like a little Stevie Ray Vaughan to get the blood. That's better flowing. than the coffee. It is. Yeah. It's and we both we're kind of dragging here, Heather and I, this morning. We're I,
0: quite a duo. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Falling asleep at the microphone here. Yeah. Don't touch it. Your... Sorry.
0: <laughs> Not at all, first.
3: I know. I could tell. Uh, welcome back uh, to the second big hour of the Mike Novak Show, and at ten o'clock. Mighty House, as always, with uh, Ron Cowgill and Joe Builder, I believe they are live and in person here in the studio they 're not uh, any place else and
0: not to my knowledge, I believe they are in in here today
3: okay you know i didn 't even log on to uh, boy to my uh, my mail account here You, you know and, and, and i sometimes forget to tell people that uh, you can, you can write to me. Uh, Mike at wcpt820 dot com. If you have a question, and some people find it, and other people,
0: do. the problem is I've got. I, it, you have a million email addresses. I know, it. that's you the problem. Do. I do. <laughs> Someone's like, how do I email Mike Novak? I'm like, how would you like to email Mike, <laughs> Mike Novak? Because <laughs> I got a lot for you.
3: Okay. For well, I know if, if even you're people. having problems ne- with no, it. No, I
0: just tell people to go to your website. So go to your website and contact them. It's all there through the website, through the website. Nine out of ten times the question they have will be answered by going to your website.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: I figure that might even save you an email or two.
3: Good. I'm trying to get. And I have the longest password in the history of the world (laughs) that they gave me here to get on to the the WCPT site. I think I typed it in right this time. Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Uh, Next. Well, coming up in the next couple of weeks, you're going to be seeing uh, all kinds of celebrations uh, for Earth Day, and one of the good ones is going to be at Loyola University. Let's go to Line one and bring in Summer Roberts. How you doing, Summer?
8: Great, Mike. How are you?
3: I'm fabulous. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's not just because I'm speaking at it that it's a, a, a great uh, Earth Day celebration.
8: Well, that makes it even better, but...
3: Uh, well, I appreciate that. And as I said earlier, now all I have to do is come up with a speech. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then uh, maybe I'll just do... Uh, you know, I might just do shadow puppets.
8: <laughs> hey, we we embrace all sorts of artistic... Um, additions to our events, so you could do, um, you could do cartwheels, and we'd
3: love it. Okay. I, if I did cartwheel, I would hurt myself. Uh, so it might be shadow puppets, and, and oh look, here's the Earth. Yes, uh, here's here's a shadow puppet of of climate change. I don't know how you do that. That might actually be pretty entertaining. It
8: uh,
3: might. So um, now, is this? How many years have you been doing this celebration at Loyola for this? Is this the third year?
8: This is the third year, absolutely right, that we've done North Lakeshore Earth Day. Um, e- each year we try to make it um, better than ever, and um, this year our theme is about food. and
3: Yes, Recipe for a Healthy Planet is the subtitle. And, and the thing about the celebration up there, it's really not just a Loyola celebration. It's a celebration uh, for the whole north side of the city.
8: You're absolutely right. Um, We uh, Loyola University, I'm with Loyola, and I've been happy for the last three years to be able to coordinate with our local community, uh, Andersonville, Edgewater, Rogers Park, Uptown, Lincoln Square, basically our whole entire surrounding Northside community. Um, All of these communities are very passionate about environmental issues, are very active in their own communities and we're happy to come together to put together one big event where we could really just educate our community but i want to just get through some you know basic basic uh... logistics here because we're we're looking at next Saturday, April seventeenth.
3: You see, you're being a good PR person. You're just get let's get the get get to the basics here. None of this fru-fru <laughs> so stuff. Don't I want
8: people to come. Yeah, well, um, of course you do. <laughs> so I want to let them know that we're what we're talking about is all going on next Saturday. Um, April seventeenth from nine to four thirty. Not
3: not September seventeenth as what? I put on the <laughs> I put on my website. No no. that so you'll
0: be a little late. Yeah <laughs> that's right. So that would be making Earth Day every day if they showed up on that. Day. Well, it oh yeah. Be every day.
3: Well yeah that's
8: true. It should be. Um, but yeah next Saturday April seventeenth and it's a free event. Um, I think it's important to our communities that we. Um, Reach out very broadly because if we're going to be successful as a species, (laughs) as a human species, we're all going to need to work together. We're all going to need to be educated on the changes that uh, we need to make so that we're all healthy.
3: And you've got a, a, a lot of stuff. I know you want to, you want to go through some of the, uh, things that are going on. And it starts around 9 a.m. i I guess I'm, uh, um, uh, um, scheduled to go about 9.30 or so. And, uh, and, you know, I, so everybody's going to want to sh- show up about 10 a.m., I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you've got workshops, panel discussions, um, you're going to be showing films, uh, I, the, the film Fresh. Uh, black gold a quiet revolution um have you seen those films yourself yet i haven't
8: i have seen um fresh that's the only one that i've seen so actually i'm hoping to be able to sneak in to a few of them if i'm not running around um to be able to to learn and and grow myself because hey i'm not an expert i'm more of a wrangler if you will i I'm kind of an organizer and and um, PR person and kind of get the energy and get the folks involved from the community because it really is. I can't even stress it enough. It really is a community effort.
3: Well, yeah. You, you you talked about the communities you you involve: Andersonville, Edgewater, Lincoln Square, Ravenswood, Rogers Park, and Uptown in this. And you know, more and more. Uh, g- communities are having their own initiatives, their own green initiatives. I know that uh, Rogers Park does, Edgewater does, yes. Andersonville. They they have all begun, they're, they're starting their own farmer's markets and uh, working in their particular communities to be greener.
8: Absolutely, and that's actually, we've kind of skipped to the end of our day, but that's kind of how we're closing um, out the event at around 315. We're having panelists from those neighborhood groups you just mentioned giving us updates on their community-based environmental sustainability plans or their initiatives that they're organizing and implementing and how people locally can really connect. Um, there's a lot, I think you said it earlier, there's so many environmental events that, that go on uh, throughout the month of April. <clears throat> I heard, I was just at a... A luncheon with Governor Quinn, and and he was talking about how it's not just Earth Day, it's it's Earth Month.
3: Did you uh, did you say hi for me by the I, way?
8: <laughs> of course I did. Okay.
3: Hey, uh, Pat. Uh, Mike says hi. <laughs> yes.
8: And um and uh, but there'll be an opportunity for for attendees to come, hear these presentations, and hopefully get involved. And that's what we want. Um, the ex- extremely local nature of our event, I think, is what what
3: makes us so special? Uh, and um, do you want to talk about some of the uh, the workshops uh, I that you're going to? Uh, I oh. bet you do. And 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 I will note that one of the best things because I've I've been to this event. I was to the very first one, as a matter of fact. Oh yeah. uh, And one of the great things about it, yeah. Uh, actually, Alderman Moore and I did a presentation on recycling. That's right. Yep, sure we tag-teamed, and uh, I, I brought him way down, and <laughs> down to my level. Um, but uh, as a matter of fact, I'll be talking about him later because he's got uh, a new ordinance that he's proposing, uh, and uh, I'm want, I want people to show up at City Hall at 10 a.m., on Tuesday, this Tuesday, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. But I'm looking. One of the great things uh, uh, about your event is you've got all these tables. You can get so much information, great information, from people who have tables and booths at uh, at the event, like uh, you know the 49th Ward Green Corps and Alliance for the Great Lakes and, and
8: Club
3: um, Local
8: First talking about shopping locally
3: clean air lawn care um climate cycle eco justice uh, justice uh collaborative uh just on and on loyola bike club i mean just great stuff i mean you even if you didn't go to any of the seminars you you could wander around these tables and as you said it's for free um it's a great way to spend the day so let let's get to those seminars though
8: Awesome. Well, we've got you. You've um, really done a great job here um, in terms of our tables, and really, we've got uh, events for kids of all ages. I love to say it because, <laughs> as an adult, even I'm just a big kid. So, um, starting with our children children's programming, look, we've got it's a very family friendly event. Um, State Representative Harry Osterman is sponsoring a kids' corner. That's actually going to feature arts and crafts activities, uh, making your own nature masks, decorating flower pots, making seed balls, and a puppet play and yoga.
3: Shadow so, puppets.
8: <laughs> not shadow. Oh, okay. actually, Darn. I think they're going to get to make real. Actually, movies.
3: that's good because then now now I have that market cornered. All right <laughs> yeah. for my talk. Yes, yeah. yeah,
8: definitely. Um, and so th- that's for the children. And, again, that's running from about 9 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon um, for the children. Now, for the adults here, we've, got, we've broken the day down in somewhat like three tracks, okay? The first track is about, you know, food preparation and avoiding waste with our food. And as part of this track, we're going to have cooking demos on eating affordable, uh, sustainable food, you know how to make your own stock, um, how to make your own cheeses, how to make your own yogurt, uh, making organic baby food to avoid allergens.
3: Now you know we make our own yogurt. I mean, I shouldn't say we. I don't do it. Kathleen does, <laughs> but you know what? It, it's not that hard,
8: mm-hmm.
3: and it's great. And it's great. It's really amazing. Who do, And and I'll tell you one of the a great reason to make your own yogurt containers. I get really annoyed by more and more. You know, the problem is you get into this... Uh, food waste and and packaging waste mindset and then you just go nuts.
0: Yeah, right. uh, I agree. And, even and some uh, play is a yogurt I prefer mm-hmm. and it even says consider the environment, please stomp and recycle this container when done.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it would be better if they didn't make those containers or they made them out of, out of materials that could be composted or whatever or you make your own in a jar right. in, in glass at home. <laughs> uh, I get uh, frustrated when I want to buy like the uh, Activia, which is really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you'll go to some supermarkets, and you can't get it in the large size. Right. It's only in the little, and and it makes me want to go to the store manager and say, why can't I get this in the large size? And another thing you have to remember is don't accidentally get the vanilla.
0: Ew. Yeah, the yo coffee one is not Ew. good either. Some of those flavors but are really yeah. They're reaching on that one. Yeah. But I was just I was just surprised because they ask you to stomp on it because animals get their head stuck in it. Oh, really? At the dump because of the way, the design. So they ask you to crush it so an animal can't get caught in it and then recycle it. Just, in, you know, if you don't, you know. Wh- what size container are you talking the, about? The, the little ones. The little one. What, the little
3: one. What, yeah. You mean like a little rodent or yeah, a squirrel? I would assume, I'd assume
0: uh, they're uh, thinking to squirrel a squirrel or
2: raccoon.
3: If it's, it's a rodent, I'm thinking but most yeah, let's go for it. most likely it's going to be a rat. It would be like the rat in my backyard that got caught under the pot a few weeks ago. <gasps> right, <Yes>. right. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, so where were we, Summer? Uh, Oh, by the way, that's Summer Roberts from from Loyola University, and uh, we're talking kind of tangentially.
0: arts and crafts, and she was mentioning the kids' table and and things that they can do. About the big uh,
3: Earth Day celebration, North Lakeshore Community Earth Day 2010, next Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And, by the way, it's in the Quinlan Life Sciences Building at 1050 West Sheridan Road up in the uh, Rogers Park neighborhood. But if you just come on campus, it's going to be pretty easy to, to track down. I would think, right?
8: Absolutely. Um, to, it, we're at the corner of uh, Sheridan Road and Kenmore Avenue, if that helps folks. And uh, there should be plenty of people out there to help your right, to help guide you in the right direction. And I also might mention that parking is also free um, for the day as well.
3: Excellent. Excellent. Although we would prefer you take mass transportation. Yes, right? It is Earth Day.
0: Yeah. Have on your bicycle.
3: Oh, that would kill me. <laughs>
0: That's and eco-friendly friendly. though. If I you want to reduce your carbon but footprint, but I, get I on your know, bike. I know. Right. I know. they will have the love handles too. Well, speaking of bike
8: riding, I should also mention this is this is really cool. Loyola's bike club is going to be offering um, free uh, neighborhood bicycle tours and and free bikes to borrow um, while um, people go on tours throughout the neighborhoods and sort of learn about our bike path system here on the north side and maybe some issues, some areas where it could be a little bit easier to travel by bike. Because ultimately, um, we want people to leave our event as advocates as well. Um, we want them to be educated advocates, knowing some of the issues in the area, some of the barriers to, to living more sustainably, and start to advocate for those changes to be made.
3: I think that's a really good point. Uh, a lot of people want to live sustainably, uh, be greener, and don't really aside from changing their light bulbs are uh, like uh, what do I do now you know mm-hmm. uh, and it's it 's good to just get some of those ideas out and get people thinking in those directions. So uh, that's another good thing about this. Well, Summer, uh, I will see you on Saturday, I mm-hmm. guess. Yes. And uh, I hope folks will stop by again, 9 to 5, Quinlan Life Sciences Building, 1050 West Sheridan Road up at Loyola University in the city. It is the North Lakeshore Community Earth Day 2010, and uh, I am doing the keynote at 930 and I'm working on my shadow puppets right now. <laughs> right, right, even as we speak. Uh We'll talk later in the week, I'm sure.
8: Thank you, Mike. We can't wait.
0: Thank you guys so much. All
3: right, take care. Take Bye-bye. Care. Bye-bye. It's the time of year that I get the critter question, and often it's about the burrowing kind of critter. You know, moles, voles, rabbits, squirrels, gophers, groundhogs, the ones that will make your yard look like Migs Field the day after, well, you know what I'm talking
2: about. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, if you're going to use a product, use a safe one. Bonides All Natural Mole Max, a granular product that you can put down with your spreader to cover your lawn, or you can use the convenient shaker applicator for your flower or vegetable gardens. Use three to four times a year mole Max is a very effective repellent for those burrowing critters. Momax is safe to apply where kids and pets play and it's completely safe for the environment. As with any product, however, read and follow, label, directions. Will you do that for me, please? Momax can be found at SIDS Garden Center in Bolingbrook, Platte Hill Nursery in Bloomingdale, Pesquazy Home and Gardens in Barrington, or go to bonide.com to find a retailer near you or to see a complete listing of all of the Bonide Garden Naturals.
1: DR Services Unlimited has been providing Chicago's North Shore with award-winning remodeling and design-build services since 1991, giving their clients top quality service and real value. They're on the cutting edge of green building technology, helping clients make their home more energy efficient without sacrificing beauty or function. If you want to make your home more energy efficient, simply want to add a room or renovate, call DR Services at 847-998-1687 or visit them at RestoreTheNorthShore.com.
3: And, of course, the guy who is behind DNR Services, that's Ron Cowgill, is here at 10 o'clock with Mighty House. Can you
0: say that? Wait, wait. Mighty House. But I was thinking more of, here I come to To save save the day. day. I love that. (laughs) Spring
3: is blooming at Sid's Greenhouses, and right now they have everything you'll need to get your yard and garden in shape since there's still a chance of frost for another month or so we talked about this pansies ranunculus stock those kinds of things that they're going to have uh and as i mentioned earlier when you go to sids when you go to a, a a good independent garden center one of the reasons you go is to get great advice so you're not sure which plants you can safely put out in the cold right now not tomatoes We know that, Uh, but you can go to the folks at SIDS and say, hey, what should I uh, pick up that's going to survive through the month of April? And they will know. That's why you go there. Now, you can still start your flowers and vegetables from seed. It's a great family project. Uh, SIDS has everything you'll need. And if you want to have the best lawn on the block, SIDS has all the best brands, including organic fertilizers, and weed controls from Jonathan Green. Get to SIDS for your free, customized lawn care plan, and you can check them out at SIDSonline.com. SIDS Chicagoland's premier garden centers are located in Palos Hills on Southwest Highway and in Bolingbrook on Napier Plainfield Road at Hassert Boulevard. This is the Mike Novak Show on WCPT, 8.20 a.m. We're also at 92.5, 92.7, and 99.9 FM. I went to a garden talk the other day out in uh, Naperville, teaching all the folks where to find me on the radio. You know, I always start the garden talk. All right, how many people know where I am? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard my show before? And wait for none of the hands to go off. <laughs> but, you well, know, I'll bet one of those people
0: bet you're listening now,
3: at least one, l- listen this morning. I'll people bet. who really
0: like tacos know where you are because you're right between two taco stands. <laughs> that's right. You're like the hearty part in the shell, the good stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I was talking earlier about something that's going to be happening Tuesday. Uh, there's going to be a rally uh at uh at city hall on the second floor uh city hall of course is 121 North LaSalle Street uh alderman Joe Moore from the 49th ward is going to be on the program next week uh and uh, actually I may have two aldermen on the show I'm trying to get uh, alderman Wagspack too or is it pack? whatever And 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 then I'll ask him the question, how exactly do you pronounce your name? Um,
0: K. Mike Nowak.
3: Exactly. I'll let him say that if Mm -hmm. I get it wrong, Uh his name wrong. Uh, But uh, uh, Alderman Moore is introducing a uh, Chicago Clean Power Ordinance in City Council. And to kick it off... um, the Chicago Clean Power Coalition, and the link to it is on my website. However, you can go to cleanpowerchicago.org, dot uh, org. Wants you to show up at City Hall. Now, the problem is, you know, we still have coal fired plants. We, you know, you and I see the one on Pulaski every here every day. Every
0: day, and look at just what happened <clears> on <throat> Well, to all I'm, those I'm not miners. here every
3: day. You're here every I day. I see
0: it every day. <clears throat> And it's 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 a it's an eyesore on the horizon.
3: Well, and then I get to see the other one, headed back into the city. Well, we're in the city, but Mm -hmm. headed downtown, the uh, Pilsen one. You know, and it's like I get the double dip every time I come to the station.
0: Look at just what happened in West Virginia with all the coal miners. Yeah, this is a really good way to go. Mm.
3: Well, for one thing, we cannot be considered America's greenest city. If we have two coal we're, burning plants, we're
0: fifth on the national scale of green cities. Chicago's number five. What do you mean? On the, where we rank in green, and, and who's judging it? I don't. Let me pull that up. You find that because I, I we have we have I, it running. Wait,
3: wait, wait, but, but the point, Heather, regardless of somebody's ranking of the city of Chicago, if you've got two coal burning plants in the city, you're not green. Agreed. You're not green, and they got to go. Uh, so one of the things that uh, is going to happen is uh, the Clean Power Ordinance uh, is going to be introduced. And on April 13th, this uh, Tuesday at 10 a.m., a bunch of people are going to gather at City Hall, and you're welcome to come down there. Um, and the, uh, the idea is to show support for clean air in Chicago. And then, next week, I will have oh by the way the uh, the the ordinance is uh, <coughs> excuse me co sponsored by Alderman Sandy Jackson of the seventh Alderman Tony Preckwinkle in the fourth, and Alderman Eugene Schulter in the forty seventh wards so uh, Joe moore's not out there flying solo, which is a good thing. in fact, all the Aldermen need to get on board, and uh, we got to we 've got to get those uh, coal-fired power plants out of the city of Chicago uh, and w- one of the things they're also going to do is support increased renewable energy installations and energy efficiency in buildings citywide. There are efforts already being made in that regard um, and uh, advocate for green job development and training programs for renewables. So I'm encouraging all within the sound of my voice here to go to City Hall at 10 a.m. on Tuesday and support Alderman Joe Moore in the Chicago Clean Power Ordinance. And as I say, he will be here on the program next week to talk about it and what it will mean. Uh, and we'll get more information at that time. Uh, you, uh, you're looking at the green uh, rankings well, I'm
0: here. Uh, Popular Science has us at number nine. Sustain Lane has us at number four, so I, I obviously there's varying factors of what they count as. It's a very green. subjective. I, I would have say us. So.
3: I have us way down the list. Okay, because we we've got we two don't coal, recycle. We don't recycle, and we got two coal burning plants in the city.
0: And less than thirty percent of the city is tree canopy. Yes.
3: Um. Yeah, Something like that. I, yeah. Like I don't 30%? know. I don't know exactly what the tree canopy is right now. Um. Go to a Chicago Tree Initiative. Um, Or Chicago Trees Initiative. Which, which, try them both. See what we get. All right. These days, more and more businesses are going green, and that's good news, but the growing popularity of green service providers also points to the value of those that have led the way. WRD Environmental is one of them. Since it was formed in 1997, WRD's mission has been to create sustainable landscapes. They have always used locally grown native plants when possible. In their design and build projects, they've used recycled, energy-efficient supplies and sought nature's balance. Being green has simply been part of their DNA since their founding 13 years ago. Even their location speaks to their commitment. WRD is in the Chicago Center for Green Technology, one of the nation's greenest buildings. Their civic contributions towards sustainability run deep. Staff members are on the boards of a variety of green organizations, and through the years they have donated their expertise to several green nonprofits. For experienced sustainable landscape development, trust the professionals at WRD Environmental. On the web at WRDEnvironmental.com. Thank you for your time. Any questions?
5: Jonathan Green, I've noticed some of your grass seed says contains naturally insect-resistant grass. What does that mean?
9: These grasses contain a beneficial fungus called endophytes, which give the grass natural resistance to lawn insects.
5: That fungus is good for the lawn?
9: It is, yes. It's a natural defense that does not diminish over time. Jonathan Green, I don't have much grass under my trees. What do I do? Seed with either my shady nooks or dense shade grass seed. I've received many compliments on these. I have the opposite. Too much sun, so my lawn burns up in the summer. So what do I do? Use my Black Beauty or Black Beauty Ultra grass seed. They root very deeply into the soil to reach available underground water. Look for my Jonathan Green lawn and garden products at your local garden center or hardware store. To find the nearest dealer, visit jonathangreen.com.
3: And if you go to com, you can register to receive the Jonathan Green newsletter. You can find Jonathan Green products at Wanamaker's Home and Garden Center in Downers Grove, Tholen's Garden Center in Bourbonnais, Alsip Home and Nursery in Frankfurt. Now, another thing you might want to consider as you're putting your organic lawn together uh, is what you do in the spring. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, now is the perfect time to address some of the needs. The ground is warming up and weed seeds are about to sprout. You can stop them with Espoma Organic Weed Preventer. It helps prevent tough weeds from establishing in the spring organically. The secret is corn gluten meal, a byproduct from the production of cornstarch for food. But for some reason, it helps to keep seeds from germinating properly, including weed seeds. Here's what you do. Right now, you spread Espoma Organic Weed Preventer as recommended when you see the forsythias start to pop. And we saw them pop last week, didn't we? Uh, so now's the time to get out the Espoma Organic Weed Preventer. It will keep weeds like crabgrass and foxtail from getting started on your lawn. And while it won't kill already established perennials like dandelions, it will keep their seeds from germinating. which means that the longer you use Espoma Organic Weed Preventer, the fewer weeds you will see. Espoma Organic Weed Preventer also includes 100% natural organic nitrogen. Visit espoma.com. And while you're there, join the Espoma Garden Club. E-S-P-O-M-A. Espoma, the leader in natural gardening solutions since... 1929. So I see you. You found the uh, Chicago Trees Initiative. Uh, scroll up for a second. We see the top of the page yeah the Chicago trees plural initiative and now scroll back down uh did you know Chicago has about three million five hundred eighty five thousand trees with canopies that cover fourteen point six percent of the area right. nearly fifty one point nine percent of the tree species in Chicago are native to Illinois that's good but it, but it's actually it's only half right should be more uh Chicago urban forest Currently stores about 716,000 tons of carbon valued at $14.8 million. And I wonder how they value that carbon, how how they assign that monetary value. Uh, Bring them back. Well, uh, you know, I do want to have a. uh, Scott Mahaffey on the show w- with the Chicago Trees Initiative and we're going to do that at some point point. Uh, and, and now I will give credit where credit is due that's one of the great things about Chicago and what Mayor Daley has done over the years is plant trees True that. the problem is
0: he doesn't plant them the right way what? well they're in those grates in the ground oh
3: well you know that's yeah that's not good for they're, a tree the, I was just going to say the problem is trees have very short lives in the city true well, that's because they're not planted correctly. Well,
0: what do you You know, better it's, it's to ha- have a tree than no tree.
3: Basically, yeah. 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 I mean, if you got a sidewalk there, yeah, it's tough. You know, they call them pits, tree pits.
0: List three benefits of trees.
3: Oh boy. Well, they they suck up carbon. They provide uh, shade, and what would be um, they provide habitat.
0: Your official answer on your final keep your final right. exam for your tree keepers. With the Open Lands Project, which you took on June 3rd of 1999 and only got a 96%, folks. I'm busted. His official answer was provide coolness from shade, help resist erosion, habitat for birds and other creatures. That and you got work. full credit on that one. I
3: got full credit. <laughs> Heather found this document. Uh, I gave away a book a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And... From and his personal collection. From my personal collection, which is sitting in the garage for a while. And
0: he's lucky I go through them before I mail them out.
3: Yeah, because who knows what would be in there.
0: And <laughs> she was. And what
3: did she find but my tree keeper test, my final... Your
0: final exam.
3: Final exam from my uh, tree keeper class in 1999.
0: At North Park, the yeah. location in right, North Park for the Village. Open Lands Project. And so, yeah, he only got a 96. I was shocked. But I don't think I... Truthfully, after rereading this a few times and almost not knowing what almost a lot of the really big technical Latin words mean, um, I don't really think you got a question full off wrong. I think you were, you left a scotia of info out, so she knocked you a percentage I back. I
3: think she did it, knocked me back just to keep me humble.
0: Maybe. Because, yeah. yeah, I don't see a lot of red ink all over this test, if you know what I mean.
2: Well,. You know. When a
0: leaf is broken off this maple, it exudes a milky sap. A. Silver maple. B. Norway maple. C. Red maple.
2: I
3: don't remember anymore. <laughs>
0: oh, it's a Norway maple, and you got okay. it right. Did, I did You got it, yeah, 11 I don't years remember.
3: ago. <laughs> you know, I have to look over that test again.
0: <laughs> I just, and then the story was I found this, and I had it just hidden in plain sight on my desk. I put it in the corner of my desk, and I put one of our rundowns from a previous show over it just so I wouldn't forget to bring it in on the following Sunday, and then... My and, I never,
3: and I never fool with stuff on her desk, never. and I just happened to be standing there, and I
0: he sees lift. the rundown, and he goes, "What's this doing here?" and lifts up the whole stack, and I was like, I, "I knew, w- I knew it was just a matter of time before you flipped it up <clears throat> and saw it." And I was like, "No."
3: So she was just gonna surprise me yeah. with my test from 1999, which she found in a book I that I gave her. I just gonna
0: work. start quizzing you. Please but don't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. He found. He was a bloodhound. He's like, "There's something about me, and it's right here."
3: I know. It's here on the desk. It's It's here on the desk.
0: It's on recycled paper. I can smell it.
3: Uh, Next Thursday, the 15th, all right, we talked earlier about Tuesday, the 13th, 10 a.m., that's the uh, rally for the Chicago Clean Power Ordinance. Um, And two days later at the University of Chicago, we're having another showing of the movie A Chemical Reaction, which was produced by Paul Tukey from org. and that's going to be from 5 to 7 p.m. at the University of Chicago Biological Sciences Learning Center, Room 1001, at 924 East 57th Street in Chicago. Now, this is that documentary about the the little town of Hudson, Canada, Ontario, that. Uh, uh fought against lawn pesticides and won they took it all the way to the supreme court of canada and uh they won by a 9 to nothing vote which is
0: unheard of in the united <clears throat> states a landslide for the right decision oh my god <laughs> next to obama i don't know so we're going to show the movie
3: again uh we did it at the uh, columbia a couple weeks ago a few weeks ago, and um, I'm going to be there to talk. Uh, Steve Pinkusby from Safer Pest Control is going to be there. Julia Go- uh, Govis, urban organic agriculture consultant uh, from the Illinois Farms to School Task Force, and Mary D. Albanese, supervisor of grounds at the University of Chicago, are all going to be there, and we're going to have a discussion about organic lawn care. Uh,
0: and it only costs five bucks.
3: It's like, yes, what
0: With organic lawn care, does that make the lawn stronger?
3: Like, yeah, that's the whole
0: point. Because I know lawns in my family are the scourge's children and dogs. Oh, well, you know. It won't stop it from being uprooted, obviously, with no, children if if, and dogs if, running it, on it.
3: it it's kind of hard. I mean, but the idea is it's safer for your children and dogs. Exactly. Uh, and it, and the idea is you want a deeper root system and you want good soil. And, you know, one of the best things you can do for your lawn is throw some compost down a couple of times a year. And people say, compost? What do you mean? Well, put about a half-inch layer of compost on your lawn, spread it out. You could do it in a spreader or you can spread, just, you know, rake it in. Um, and you're not burying your lawn in compost. You're just adding it so you can still see the lawn, but then it'll disappear in a couple of weeks and you won't even know that you've done it. And it provides uh, biology to the lawn, and uh, it uh, it helps the soil. You know, you, we're so used to, we're, you know, and I, I'm going to talk about this in a second. I, I, take care of some biz. but there's something going on with Major League Baseball that people need to know about. Okay. I want you to go to a website, find that for me, called, um, oh dear, um, now I'm going to have to remember. Um, go to Safer Pest Control Project. So it's spcpweb.org. Okay, that's the uh, URL. Uh, or, um, yeah, yeah, safer pest control project. And let's um, find. And by the way, they have the information yeah. on their right website there, about a
0: chemical reaction.
3: About a chemical reaction. If you want to go there, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the outfit. There's a, a coalition for. Um, I'll find it. Yeah, the, I'll it's, find it. it's 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 in, uh look under their yards. Let's see. A residential doo, 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 doo. It's a it's a coalition for uh <laughs> fewer pesticides. And I I'm I'm so brain dead today that I
0: can't You're a little punchy, but it's <laughs> I okay. I'm a little punchy. I want to hear all about Bobex though and how they can help keep the rabbits out of my yard. You do? I do. Okay. Well, my sister's yard, really, because I live in an apartment. She's the one with a yard and a rabbit problem. They've had, they've burrowed bunnies in her the middle of her lawn
5: three straight years now. Wow, a family of rabbits.
3: Well, funny you should ask because
5: homeowners, why replace your expensive shrubbery every time deer or rabbits visit your property? You can save your plantings for a fraction of the cost with Bobex. Spring is finally here, and nature's hungry creatures will start feasting on your gardens and landscapes. Stop them the all-natural way with Bobex repellent sprays. Bobex guarantees protection for your spring plantings from deer and small animal damage. Use the most effective animal repellent on the market bobex repellents give people the confidence to invest in and enjoy their landscapes bobex's unique deterrent ingredients are all natural and are environmentally friendly bobex won't wash off in the rain or with regular watering get bobex at your local independent garden center or hardware store if they don't have it ask them to get bobex to learn more about bobex go to bobex.com that's b-o-b-b-e-x.com plants thrive and survive with bobex
3: national coalition for pesticide free lawns that's ding 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 that's what i was trying to (laughs) my little pea brain couldn't wrap itself around and i'll talk about that in a second um here's a tip from the care of trees and i don't think i can tell you this enough the care of trees has 24-hour emergency service spring storms can result in broken limbs or even downed trees and Many people don't know how dangerous it is to remove or prune those trees. What's worse, trees can fall on cars, other structures, power lines, or even other trees. That complicates removal even more. The point is that the Care of Trees offers a 24-hour emergency service to assist in performing the job safely while minimizing further risk to your property. The Care of Trees has been serving Chicagoland for 60 years and shares your enthusiasm for the many ways trees enhance the quality of your life. Make the Care of Trees your permanent partner in enhancing the value of your landscape. Invite the certified arborist at the Care of Trees to take a look. See thecareoftrees.com or call 847-394-4220. 847 847- 394-4220 The care of trees Their business is people And their love For trees One,
2: two, three
9: As I chase that the sun Towards my-
3: This is the Mike Novak Show on Chicago's progressive talk AM and FM. Mighty House is at 10 o'clock. I hope you'll stick around for that. All right, here's what I wanted to tell you about, and uh, it's on the National Coalition for Pesticide-Free Lawns website, and you can really you can find that by going to beyondpesticides.org. www.beyondpesticides.org. There's a what I consider to be an unholy alliance. Have, yes. And you're looking at it right now. Um, I ma- just
0: tweeted it and put it on my Facebook.
3: Major League Baseball. Well, there, there, there's actually a a petition on the site. I think it's there. <clears throat> yeah, you can sign the petition. Major League Baseball has formed a partnership with Scott's miracle uh, promoting seed and treatment products. Uh, and, and basically they say, you, your yard can look like Wrigley Field.
0: Think those confines are still friendly?
3: Um, not that. They're, they're not chemical free, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. There's, there, it's about the message. Right. Which is that you're, we're making people obsess over their lawns all over again.
0: You go spray paint it green and get the same effect.
3: Yeah. And they, you know, folks say, "Well, how do I get a perfect lawn?" Well, that's your—that's number one. That's that's part of the problem. You don't want a perfect lawn because that's just—if you want it perfect, then you can work on it every day. Who wants to work on their lawn every day? At Wrigley, they work on the lawn every day. At a golf course, at Augusta National, yeah, they work on the lawn every day. That's why it looks perfect. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing about lawn care is, we want to live our lives and well, not work on it every day. The idea is,
0: if you're going to have a green substance encompassing your home, it should be beneficial. To your home, to the environment, your family, your pets, as you were saying, and not, you know, a, a, a status symbol, you know? That's my opinion.
3: Well, I'm, I don't like this because I think it, it we're going backwards. You know, I've been trying to get people, to, you know, my, my philosophy about lawns, when in doubt, rip it out. You know, put in vegetables and put in flowers. Uh, but when you get these guys, and it's going to be mostly guys. Who, uh, think they can, their lawn can look like Fenway Park. And they've got four, I believe four, uh, places that you, you know, they're marketing in different parts of the country. And one of them's Wrigley Field. Uh, and it, it, what's interesting, I was reading up on this on, on the website and they were saying, well, you know, if you want uh, to do your lawn organically, you gotta cut it uh, three inches high. Of course, we don't do that at Wrigley. <laughs> We can, you know, because it's a baseball. Well, that's
0: the point. What they should do, if it's Wrigley, they should let a bunch of billy goats out on that thing. (laughs) Two birds, one stone.
3: The uh, White Sox fan speaks. Yeah. Uh, My whole point is that it drags people into that whole chemical thing again. It's like, I can have a perfect lawn if I just put enough chemicals on it and enough synthetic fertilizer. Now... A lot of that synthetic fertilizer, you know, even even fertilizer can be bad because you know you get a, a, a bag of fertilizer that's got 28 percent by weight that's not being absorbed by the lawn. A lot of it's just going into the water table, uh, and this is the, the kind of the message of um, of a chemical reaction. And one of the things we'll talk, I mean, we'll talk about organic lawn care, but. You know, this, 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 uh, alliance, uh, between Scott's and Major League Baseball, you know, I'm, I'm kind of frustrated with Major League Baseball that they're doing this. So, uh, I wish they wouldn't, um, because I think it sends the wrong message. I think it's cynical and manipulative. And a lot of people, um, don't know that they can't have it perfect unless they work on it every day. So, that's my two cents about it. Now, talking about lawns what do you want in a lawn well you want your kids and your pets to be able to play on it without being exposed to the dangers of pesticides as i just said and you don't want to fertilize it because it costs money and you're just flushing all that nitrogen into the ground anyway and you don't want to mow much because well who wants to mow uh it sounds like you're ready for eco lawn eco lawn lets you save time money and save the environment Check it out at ecolawn.com. That's E-C-O hyphen L-A-W-N This is the low-maintenance lawn that you've been waiting for.
6: Have a small garden and no time to care for it? And do you love roses but think you can't grow them? It's time you meet Drift Roses. They're the next big thing for small gardens. Drift Roses are naturally dwarf ground cover roses with dark glossy foliage, almost maintenance free, and they bloom from spring until frost in 6 delicious colors from apricot to peach. Available at garden retailers everywhere. Visit driftroses.com/radio.
3: You okay? Did you hurt yourself over there? I just
0: I was stretching and I cracked my knuckle on the side of the file cabinet and that, that <laughs> smarted. Luckily, the mic was off because it was like a bang.
3: It was bang. <laughs> Did you know that Peshis has doubled the production of their vegetable greenhouse? I bet you didn't know that. Their plants are proven performers selected for zone hardiness, production, and great flavor. There are over 50 varieties of herbs, four types of onions, two types of Swiss chard, 10 varieties of lettuce, not to mention tomatoes and peppers. Now, wait a second. Don't put your tomatoes. Unless you know what you're doing, really, please stay away from tomatoes right now. Because I know some people have greenhouses and some people have cold frames and they want to get an early start, but even with the weather as nice as it's been, you're going to pay for it. Uh, But back to Pesci's, they've got strawberry, celery, kohlrabi, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, cabbage, and radicchio. They're already started. The plants are hardened to area weather, grown from the best seed available, and raised in a quality-controlled environment, and they're ready to be planted now. And if you're looking for ornamentals, there are geraniums, begonias, dahlias, pansies, ranunculus, stock, snapdragons, and sweet alyssum. There's lots more at Pesci's, including their seminars. Now, today at noon, it's accenting with perennial foliage with Mike Menino, perennial grower from Mariani Nurseries, and... At 1 o'clock today, if you go up to Pesci's, Dr. Wally will talk about how to grow tomatoes organically. And he will tell you when you can and cannot put them out in your yard. So you listen to Dr. Wally. Pesci's is in Des family-owned since 1924, where you'll find the best selection in prices guaranteed. Pesci's Garden Center is just minutes off of I-294 on South River Road, just north of Rand Road in Des Plaines. Pesci's, three generations of attentive service, expert advice, and uncompromising quality.
0: I think I played this one. You did, but I love this one. You can't go wrong with this one. But actually, I
1: meant to hit this button. That one. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings.
3: Get you started, yeah. It's
0: a good one, too. Oh, man, we have their autograph in the front from our old music days. Everclear, yep. Wow, full band on the drum, on the drum face of the drum.
2: Yeah,
0: and they luckily they didn't have the heart to take that one down after we stopped playing music and went all talk. <laughs> so I get to enjoy it. I got that, and then Bill Press and Stephanie Miller flank it. So I'm like, that's pretty cool, that's all right. Yeah, Bill
1: Bottoms, and movie long hair, just a walking in style with a polar-
6: Listen to the music on
3: the AM radio. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to hear. Okay, let's uh, let's take a, a quick phone call before we get out of here. Line one, and that's uh,
2: Gene. Hey, Gene, how are you? Good, how are you doing today? Great. What's up? Well, I have a quick question. I'm not much of a gardener or anything, but I have been pulling some weeds out early this year, and one of them is ground cell. And um, I'm wondering if I pulled those weeds out by the root and I put them in my compost heap, Am I going to have a problem with the dirt that uh, from the compost heap? If there are seeds on these things or anything, are they going to come back? Uh,
3: if your compost is hot enough, it will destroy that. Uh, if it is not, yeah, you, it's possible that some things could uh, take root. Um, I don't know if how you know what kind of compost you have or how good you are at doing that, but if you have the, the compost pile. Created properly, it can get into temperatures up in the, you know, 160, 170 degrees. And it, and it will kill those, the roots and the seeds. But if you don't, yeah, and especially around the edges sometimes, you can, you can get some of those plants, uh, seeds, uh, germinating or roots taking hold. Um, so it is something to think about. A good thing to do is to keep turning the pile. Keep, Keep burying it
2: makes it makes it better for, yeah, for for the heat and everything. Yeah, because you you want it, you need
3: oxygen in there. You need to you need to have a certain amount of moisture. Not a lot of moisture, but you know like a like a damp uh, sponge. They say uh, not wet sponge, but damp, um, just enough. And 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 always be adding oxygen in there, and that'll that'll help the compost pile heat.
2: Got it. Okay, so as long as I keep turning the compost heap and it generates heat, I should be it should be okay. Yeah,
3: it may not get as, as hot as that, but you probably won't have a problem. But keep an eye on things, you know, especially if you've got a noxious weed that you're afraid of. You know, if you're really concerned about it, then don't put it in the compost pile, especially if you have diseased plants. You don't want to add those to the compost pile, uh, especially if you're not sure you can get it hot enough to kill all the
2: pathogens. Got it. Once again, my wife is right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good husband on the radio and everything. I tell you,
3: what's your wife's name?
2: She, her name is Jan, and she's really the gardener. Uh, one. All right, so do you she, guys? Do you I guys do all the grunt work, but she does all the all the planting and things. Oh my
3: God! Okay, we got to give Jan something, right? Yeah, we're giving her uh, Jan. You want a subscription to Chicagoland Gardening Magazine?
2: Oh my gosh, I would be thrilled.
0: You got it. All okay. right, you stay on there, so I can get your info, okay Jean oh, thank you uh, thanks for calling gene
3: you you take <laughs> care of that that is- <laughs>
0: That was brilliant. That's hilarious. I that was the best caller ever.
3: <laughs> Alright, here we are. Speaking of that, here we are in the second week of April, and I know that there are some of you who don't have a subscription to Chicagoland Gardening Magazine. Are you doing this just to make me crazy? Well, it's working. Because if you don't have the March-April issue, I know that you don't have the annual Chicagoland Gardening Resource Guide, which comes with it. And I know that you're not getting practical gardening advice for Zone 5. That's us. Like how to build a cold frame to extend your growing season. And I know that you haven't been inspired by fantastic gardens from Wheaton to the Chicago neighborhood of Pilsen. And I especially know that you haven't read my column in the back of the magazine, and that really hurts. Pick up a copy of Chicagoland Gardening magazine today, or better yet, get a subscription and have it delivered to your home. Go to ChicagolandGardening.com. That's ChicagolandGardening.com. It's all one word, Gardening. Uh, Or call 888-265-3600. That's 888-265-3600. And tell them Mike sent you. All right. We're at the end of the line here. Boy, I'm going to go home and take a nap. (laughs) I feel like it's all fumes here. The voice is going, the voice is shot, the brain's not working. I can't hit the right button. Oh, by the way, uh, if you're interested in, uh, uh um, signing a petition, uh, it was that, uh, for pesticide-free lawns, uh, and the, um, the baseball, uh, it's a, it's a petition against the, the, uh, opposing baseball's chemical lawn deal with Scott's. Uh, you go, f- go to beyondpesticides.org and it's right there on the home page. I've signed the petition. I think it's crazy. Uh, but, uh, you might want to do that too. Alright, any, uh, any words of wisdom? Last week you gave us the, the Easter, yeah. uh, thing new
0: this no, week? No, 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 no. <laughs> Keep it green, Chicago. That's right. That's, that's always a
3: good way to end the show. Uh, we got Mighty House coming up. <laughs> Mike Sanders laughing in the hallway. Uh, I'm going to have a donut. I shouldn't
2: mm-hmm. have said that. Mm-hmm.
3: Donuts. Donuts. And I hope you all tune in next week uh, to the Mike Novak Show.